Welcome to the Vintage Collection Podcast. I'm Victoria of Victoria's Cantina and the Cantina Chatter Podcast, and it is here that we celebrate the legacy of Hasbro Star Wars, the Vintage Collection line. Welcome back to another episode of the Vintage Collection Podcast. Uh, Mando Mondays have been going on for the last couple of weeks in which Hasbro and other toy companies have been unveiling new products for the Star Wars uh, toy lines. With Hasbro, it's been focused primarily on the Vintage Collection and a little bit of Black Series. Uh, Of course, we want to talk the Vintage Collection. So once again, joining me today, I have Tim from Bosk's Bounty. Tim, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you, Victoria, and thank you very much for having me on again. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's great to have you. Uh, you know, you're obviously very uh, passionate and knowledgeable about the vintage collection and the three and three quarter inch scale, and you know that's exactly what we need here on the Vintage Collection podcast. So, thank you. It's a pleasure. Great, thanks. All right. So, um, going back to last week, the very first Mando Mondays, and you know, just a little bit of background. Mando Mondays are kind of the merchandising aspect of the Mandalorian season two, which, you know, just came back last week, a uh, very first episode of the second season of the show. And uh, each week that a new show premieres, they are having Mando Mondays, which is kind of just an unveiling of new products, uh, oftentimes leaked products, as you know, I know very well. Um so last week, there was a few things that were officially announced for the Vintage Collection. So uh, first thing that we have here on our list was the Vintage Collection Armorer. I'm really stoked about that one, to be honest. I think it looks an incredible figure. When I first saw it, it did look very much like a miniaturized version of, of the Black Series one, which I've had in my hands already. Um, so yeah, just a, a great addition to the line and obviously a big character. Uh, for the Mandalorian so yeah really happy with that one that's actually a really good point Uh, you bring up how uh, it looks like a miniaturized black series figure and looking at the armor looking at the uh, the next one we're going to talk about uh, Moff Gideon it seems like the proportions on these figures have gotten a lot better Um, just thinking of figures like the Rogue One Stormtrooper you look at them they're very proportionate and um you know, way better than when you look at some of these refresh waves. You know, we talked about these in the last episode. Uh, they're basically just slapping photo roll and saying, hey, here's a new figure. But when you actually compare figures like that, you know, which are in some cases 10 years old, to some of these newer releases, the proportions are just so much better. Yeah, absolutely. I think if we look at many of the figures this year, the you know, the, the improvements, I think it's a, a big step forward. The, uh, as I say, that the armor are just, I mean, for me, I, I am a little bit biased because I do prefer 3.75, but uh, for me, there's nothing better than a, a really good 3.75 inch figure in terms of the proportions. They just they just seem to nail it. And as I say, the Black Series figure's a good one, but when just looking at those images of the armor there for the 3.75, I think it I think it looks really, really good. It does, it looks excellent. Uh, so let's talk Moff Gideon. Uh, Moff Gideon was the other Vintage Collection mainline release that was announced last week. And uh, I'm a huge fan of the card art. What do you think about the card on this one? Uh, yeah, I think they could have picked a better one. It's, it's again, sometimes they get a little bit grainy, but obviously, you know, it, it may be a bit different when I get it in hand. But from the uh, press release photos that we have of it, the high-res images, it's, yeah... It could have been a better photo. I, I think it would have been a nicer sort of shot of him maybe standing outside the the bar uh-huh. um, when he's talking to them. I think I think that would have been a nicer shot, you know, maybe with the stormtroopers behind him or whatever. But he's there with his dark saber and everything, so it's it's, it's pretty good. But I, you know, sometimes these cards have a mixed mixed bag, don't they? Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. And yeah, that's true. Um, I actually really like the card. I think he looks. I like that he's brandishing his dark saber, and yeah. you, maybe that'll be a, a plot point in season two. But, uh, but yeah, no, I agree. They could have they could have gone multiple ways, perhaps with this uh, with this character. Uh, Armor looks nice, though. I think that card back is is kind of something that you know we've been seeing this a little bit more lately, right? It's not really a still from the film; it's just more or from the show. It's more of uh, you know just uh, something that they kind of mocked up using you know different images. Yeah. And that one's a good one because it's got her background 
as well incorporated in the image and that, that's, a, that's right. a good one whereas the Moff Gideon one it does look like it's almost from the film I think he's standing on his TIE fighter isn't he? he's just sort of burned yes. his way out um, but I, yeah I just think just maybe something a, li- a little bit more zoomed in would have been better for him but you know we can't always have everything that we want right of course um, but no, the figure itself does look really good from what I've seen uh, from the photos that Hasbro has solicited. Uh, it's got a really good likeness. Yeah, yeah, really happy with it. Um, I mean, this this one's one one of the ones that I've been anticipating for, you know, ever since sort of the rumors were that he was going to be made. Um, I couldn't wait to see it. And they haven't let me down, to be honest. I think it looks fantastic. Both fantastic looking figures. Um, so another item that was announced last Monday was the vintage collection uh, Beskar Mando Din Djarin that comes packed with the child. And um, this was an interesting one because just a couple of days prior, uh, you know, this is exclusive in the U.S. at Walmart. Uh, they had actually thrown it up online for pre-order. Yeah. Uh, they didn't have any photos. This was only up for, uh, I think it was like a number of hours before they pulled it. But... Uh, you know, a lot of people were able to get their their pre-orders in, myself included. And, um, you know, it wasn't officially announced until Mando Monday. So I guess, you know, somebody at Walmart maybe accidentally or, you know, they jumped the gun. They got it listed. Um, but once we actually saw what it was, and, you know, there had been rumors for a little bit. Once we actually saw what it was, uh, this is a release that uh, has made a lot of people really excited. Yeah. And I, I must confess, I have it. <laughs> you do. It was, a, a, you know, it was so strange. The pre-order went up for the, on the same day as Mando Monday for us in the UK. And then the um, the retailer that, that I pre-ordered it from announced on Facebook that it was coming in on the Friday. So I got it Saturday morning. And I've got to say, it's, you know, a fantastic, fantastic figure. It's possibly one of my favourite of the year. Really, really good. Um, That's they've awesome. absolutely nailed the uh, the head sculpt. That's awesome to hear. And yeah, I, I did watch your review. You know, it was very well done and, you know, very thorough. And I agree. You know, there were a lot of questions about this figure when those first images went up because people were complaining about the head and how it looked. But in your video, it actually looks a lot better than it looks in those promo images. It does. Yeah. And it looks better than the, dare I say it, the Black Series version as well. <laughs> um, I think I think maybe my only slight complaint with it is that you know the time that we see him take the helmet off and also the figure is decorated this way as well in terms of he's got all the battle damage on and everything from when he's just been blown up uh by moff gideon shooting the e-web cannon thing right um his face doesn't have any sort of you know uh bruises or dirt or any kind of weathering of blood or anything on him at all um yeah so i think i think maybe they could have maybe they could have done that but i don't want to complain too much about it because it is it is a really really good figure and you know when everyone gets there gets theirs they'll they'll be really happy with it yeah i'll bet no it's it's a really exciting release this is our very first um vintage collection figure that uh you know release of the child as well so yeah um what were your feelings on the child figure i thought it was really really well done um i was wondering what the difference would be with the black series version you know how small would it be and it it is significantly smaller actually and um the only difference really is that the feet aren't articulated they're kind of sculpted in Uh um but the arms move the heads on a little ball joint and it you know articulates around and everything and for something so small um they've done a really good job my son actually measured him up against the black series babu frick you know that little (laughs) babu frick uh, figure and um it's about the same size as that and it made me think like how would they get away with doing a babu frick in the in the uh in the vintage collection they probably wouldn't do it because it'd just be too small but um <laughs> yeah the, the child's re- really really good really good figure yeah i feel like sadly we're probably past um for the most part the rise of skywalker yeah. vintage collection um we, we never got babu frick like you said we never got do and i don't think we're going to no um disney did make a do in three and three quarter inch for their uh, droid factory lineup that you can get at the disney park so I do have that one, but I, I still would like an, like one from Hasbro, but mm. I'm not yeah, too absolutely. hopeful at this point. But yeah, the, the, the figure also comes with um, the little ice cream maker, Cantomo thing, and the little pieces of Beskar, and the single piece of Beskar that he holds in his hand has even got the little imprint. So some, you know, really 
minute detail going on on that. Was, yeah, I was really happy with that. Yeah, yeah, very, very nicely detailed. And um, it's interesting about the child because I've, you know, I've been complaining about this for a while, but the Black series, uh, the child is is way too small. Um, I did all the measurements, scaled them up, and, you know, Mando being a six-inch figure, you know, and the character being about six feet um, tall in the show with the armor on, um, that the child should have been at least about, uh, you know, just a little bit taller than he is. So they, yeah. uh, it, it, it's interesting. So, but no, looking at your, your comparison there of the two, it seems like he's in better scale with the vintage collection than the black series one is with the black series. So, uh, at least that makes me happy to see. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually bought the black series one just to have as like a placeholder really until the vintage collection one came out and it, the Black Series one really didn't look too out of place with a three and three quarter inch Mandalorian, to be honest. So, right. um, you know, there is a significant difference, but it's not too much to make. You know, I think that I think they've nailed it with the with the vintage collection one, which is which is obviously good for us. Yes, of course. Um, so what else comes packed in there? You mentioned the uh, the ice, what we like to call the ice cream maker. Uh, what else comes packed with that figure? Um, so obviously you get the swappable heads, which as far as I know, is, is that the first time that we've seen that in the Vintage Collection, an actual swappable head? Uh, I can't to think, think of it. it I, I, uh, I know we've had other, I know we've had other helm, you know, we had that man, yeah. uh, the uh, the Ark Trooper, didn't we, with the swappable helmet? But right. I, I'm trying to think we've if there's helmets. ever been a swappable head. But. Yeah, we've gotten tons of helmets. Um, I'm, I'm at a, I'm, my mind's blanking. I can't think of any interchangeable. There might be no. something. Uh, there's probably people yelling at us right now saying, hey, this figure had a swap of a head, but I can't think of any right now. No, I can't think of any off the top of my head. But um, yeah, so you get, you get the swap uh, head. You get, uh, as I say, the little pieces of Beskar. One of them sort of like multiple Beskar pieces joined together. Um, I don't think they could have packed in maybe six or seven separate pieces you'd just lose them so you've just got the one separate piece so he can hold that in his hand and then like uh -huh. a little mocked up clump of them together that fits in the little ice cream maker because uh, that does articulate that moves it the lid comes off the little flap comes down on the front so yeah they, they've really gone to town on that one to be honest yeah no it's a great looking set um and this is pretty uh similar to what they did last year with uh here in the u.s amazon had their exclusive uh Sith Trooper set that had you know the different weapons and accessories that that one came with this is kind of in line with that price point as well um so it, it makes me curious you know going forward if we're going to continue to see this sort of format where they pack um you know a, a mainline release you know with a little bit different deco or something uh with additional accessories yeah and Another thing is that he does come with his jetpack as well, which I kind of thought maybe the regular re release wouldn't come with, but I think it actually does. I checked one of the uh, press release photos of the standard one, which I'm sure we'll come on to in a minute, um, and that one does, in fact, come with the uh, with the jetpack as well. But both both will have the plastic cape because, as I'm sure you know, the the only one that's going to come with the cloth cape is is the exclusive one in the Razor Crest. Yeah. Um... Yeah, no, it's, it's it's really cool. I'm really excited to get these. Uh, you know, I'm jealous too because you seem like you get a lot of these releases before we do over here for Vintage Collection for whatever reason. And, um, you know, we still got to wait um, a month, um, you know, at least according to the pre-order date uh, to receive this this set. But I'm really excited. I'm really excited from, with what I've seen with, um, with your review. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to get this. Yeah, I, it's a funny one. I think sometimes the exclusives we, we tend to get earlier um, but the regular releases, you know, they'll they'll turn up in Target and Walmart, and I'm the same as you. I'll be ultra jealous of you guys, where someone randomly posts on Facebook that they've, you know, been in their Target or whatever, and and they've got the new wave of vintage collection. I've still got another month to wait. Or, uh, but yeah, with the exclusives, it's a bit of a strange one. I'm hoping that I'm hoping the same's going to happen with the Incinerator Trooper, and also just to bring up that as well, the. The number of my VC card had VC one seven seven, and that is apparently the incinerator trooper. Somebody posted a picture of of that figure as being VC one seven seven. So there's going to be a running change there, um, a bit like they did with that Leia Yavin figure when they got the numbers wrong. Uh huh. So we'll have to see which yeah. one which one keeps the number. Yeah, I did see that. Um, 
That's interesting how this keeps happening. <laughs> I mean, I know I, I kind of know why it happened the first time, you know, with Revan being removed from the line, yeah. but, but this time it's a little more, it seems more like an accident or uh, maybe it just wasn't planned. I don't know. It, it, it's interesting though. Yeah. It's a funny one because the Sith trooper that you mentioned earlier with all the extra weapons, that's, that had an A on the end. So it's the same number as the Sith Trump trooper, but it had an A um, so it's like it's almost like a variant of this figure, um, but I think this Mandalorian's different en- enough from the standard Mandalorian not to do that. So it should have its own number. So we'll just have to wait and see which one gets changed. But I I, I, I would imagine it will be the the Mandalorian that changes, and the Incinerator Trooper will will keep its number. I, I'm sure I saw a official list of figures from hasbro somewhere and the incinerator trooper was vc177 so just have to wait and see us i guess yeah yeah we'll see what happens with that um but no really cool release really cool announcements last uh, week and this week uh, we're going to shift over before we go back to something else from last week but uh this week uh there was another vintage collection uh figure that was officially announced and uh, what figure was that that's the the mandalorian in his beskar armor manja and beskar armor and so this is basically the same figure as far as we can tell from what you reviewed uh with the deluxe pack but uh, it doesn't look like he comes with the interchangeable head and uh, it looks like this time his armor is uh pristine and clean no battle marks no uh, carbon scoring just a clean beskar mando yeah that's pretty much exactly what it looks like um exactly the same figure but without all the extra weathering and without all the extra little pieces, no child. Um, but as I mentioned, I'm pretty sure it will come with the jetpack at least. Yes, yeah. One would expect it to at least come with the with the jetpack. Um, but no, this is cool. Um, again, you know, there have been talks about what these figures were going to be for, for some time. So um, like you mentioned to me before we started recording, they actually sent out the, uh, the press release for this um, before before the Manda Monday stream was was done mm. yesterday. Yeah. So I guess they got uh, somebody maybe figured that, well, you know, people already know about it. You know, we can't pretend it's a surprise anymore. Um, you know, the images are out there. So, yeah. And I don't think they really had much else to show on that particular day. I, I don't think we can expect them to reveal lots and lots of stuff. If these Mando Mondays are going to be going until december or whenever it is i think there's going to be a mando monday every monday while the mandalorian's on i I think so i don't think we can expect them to uh give us too much every week i think there was just a nerf gun (laughs) a death trooper nerf gun nerf gun to go to go with that uh mandalorian figure so not not too much to talk about really you mean you're not excited about the nerf gun no they're not really for me no (laughs) (laughs) yeah i haven't bought any either um all right, so yeah, this is a this is actually a really good wave when you consider the totality of what's in here. So we have a uh, plain Beskar Mando, we have the armor, we have Moff Gideon, and then there's our brand new Rogue One Darth Vader and our repacked uh, or refreshed Captain Rex. Uh, that's going to make it run out this wave. So uh, it's a good one. I'm really excited about it. I had already pre-ordered, you know, the case a, a little bit back. So um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting it and uh yeah I, I think we have to wait till early 2021 is that about correct i think so yeah uh the pre-orders on the sites that i've got say december stroke january so um okay. i think i think it'll probably be early early 2021 yeah and and, cool. and that wave i'm really excited obviously it's a it's a, a really good wave um let down slightly with the wrecks i have to say you know really disappointed yes. with that and I'm not so sure about Vader yet. Um, obviously, you know, I need to get him in hand and see what he's like. But, you know, I'm a huge... Darth Vader's my, like, favorite character mm. uh, in all of Star Wars. And that... Um, uh, I'm very... Uh, I'm very critical of the Darth Vader figures. There's... You know, I've I've played with them extensively. Let's say play with them. I've handled <laughs> them extensively. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's, there's... I have ideas about what perfect the corners Darth Vader would be and we've never had one and from what I've seen in those preliminary photos that Hasbro solicited I don't think this is gonna quite get us there but again I need to get it in person and see for myself but I, I haven't been too elated at what I've seen so far I, I know what you mean it's as soon as I saw it I was like why have you gone with the plastic uh robes at the you know the front robes 
Um, but yeah, I agree. I, I still think we're waiting for the sort of definitive uh, Darth Vader in that scale. I, I think the, the one that's come out in the Black Series recently for the Empire Strikes Back box, that, that, that of that standard in three and three quarter, that's what we need, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I, a great Vader. It is a great Vader. And I think they've they've nailed the sculpt in terms of, you know, getting that in three and three quarter. I think it was the Force Link 2.0 one that they did. It was based on Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, the Darth Vader three and three quarter it was, he has a perfect sculpt. I mean, he it, it really it truly is. It's like the Emperor that they did for that Force Link three pack. Yeah. Um, the sculpt is totally there. But those two figures, if they just had the articulation, um, they would probably be pretty close to definitive and i feel like that sculpt just looks better for that vader than than this new one does for vintage mm-hmm. so you know, i'm a little concerned but you know hopefully hopefully those are unwarranted concerns and it ends up being um you know a really good vader but you know we'll have to wait and see mm-hmm. yeah yeah so no solid wave um and they've been pretty solid lately wouldn't you say i, I would say the last one too that had uh hondo luke chirrut chirrut and um Arc Trooper fives, Arc Trooper fives, yeah, yeah. That was also a solid wave, um, and then yep. even before that, you know, getting the power droid, you know. So, Vintage has been doing some really good stuff lately, and um, you know, that has me a little bit more optimistic than I might have been earlier this year. Oh, definitely. And I've mentioned it a few times recently in some videos that I've done, and you know, just talking to the community. On, I think I said it on a live stream as well. I don't know. I, it might be that I'm buzzing for because of the whole Mandalorian thing as well, but it just it does seem like we're sort of turning a corner a little bit with the with the vintage collection. Things seem to, you know, because you always get rumours of what's potentially coming, and then obviously the the official announcements. And I don't know. It just, as you say, you know, take me back to February, March, and I was, you know, completely disillusioned with it all, really, about what's what's going to happen. But now. Uh, things look a lot brighter yeah yeah no things are definitely looking up um excuse me um yeah so vintage collection was kind of off to a weird start 2018 uh and you know when when the barge rolled around you know that created a lot of excitement a lot of those figures that were released to coincide with the bars barge were very exciting you know yak face uh and so forth that were released around that time uh, and then, you know, we got into a bit of a lull with, you know, just, you know, these refresh waves, things being so spaced out, you know, very few releases in the earlier part of 2020. But yeah, like you're saying, it's kind of like it's rounding a corner now. It's kind of, it looks like it's getting a little bit more focused and, you know, the actual character choices they're making seem a little bit more exciting now than they were <laughs> earlier this year. Yeah, 100% agree. I think, um, as you say, we had the whole barge year and all of those ones, but we also at that time had you know some new prop uh media like solo and rogue one so we've got some figures from those which were pretty good um you know they they brought a few out for the rise of skywalker but since then it's it's after that that's that's been the problem um we just haven't really had a lot to shout about but obviously with the mandalorian now sort of Uh almost dominating um i'm you know i'm sure we're going to see a lot more from the mandalorian and then obviously we've got new stuff to to think about and also figures from the 96 which they did promise in a live stream for next year that they're going to continue to make mm-hmm. those so you know I'm, I'm looking forward to next year yeah i am too i think it's gonna be i mean they, there's already um like leaks of what's coming in uh the follow-up wave to the early 2021 wave so i feel like we probably know already what's going to be in that wave yeah um but beyond that you know, that's that's still kind of I think that wave is slated for like May, right? May 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, so beyond that, you know, one would assume there's still going to be like at least two more waves, at least you would think. Um, so there's still some pretty good possibilities for vintage in 2021. And I just hope, you know, that they're all that they're all, uh, you know, pretty well rounded. Yeah. Like we talked about last time. And I think, you know, I don't think Hasbro could have any clearer indication of the amount of people that are into this sort of thing with you know potentially 17,000 people back in the razor crest so um for me that's just a a huge win for us that you know they can't it can't be any clearer you know we're here there's 
thousands of us willing to buy the product so just give us right give us more of the cool stuff yeah that's what we're all here for we're here for the for the product uh you know obviously in this case the uh, vintage collection so yeah hopefully hasbro continues to follow the money and speaking of following the money um what is it that they announced last week that isn't quite vintage collection but it's still kind of within that realm of uh, vintage-esque products so they announced that the next wave of the retro collection um, which previously is concentrated on obviously original vintage Kenner figures um, is going to be a whole brand new Kenner styled Mandalorian wave, um, which was, I, I'm going to say it as a surprise, but then really, if you think about it, it's probably not, is it? Because the Mandalorian, as, as I mentioned, is dominating. So, and some of those look really good. So I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'll pick them up. You know, this has been met with a little bit of controversy too, because, you know, Hasbro has done a couple of new things uh, with with retro collection like they did last year uh, with Tarkin. Uh, it seems like, like most fans across the board were pretty accepting and excited, in fact, about Tarkin. Um, this year, most people seem to be on board with the uh, the, pilot, the Snow Speeder Pilot Luke, though I think there was a little bit less enthusiasm for that release. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the first time they've actually gone out and made an entire wave uh, based off new not only new characters but you know the figures are obviously not really vintage or vintage style but this is this is new territory and i'm really interested to see how it's going to perform for them yeah and you know talking about tarkin i mean that's kind of one of the figures that the fans of the vintage kenner line always always talk about you know where was tarkin essentially back in back in the day and for Hasbro to make him, I thought that was a bold move. And as a, you know, obviously it went down really well. The community, it's personally my favourite from from that line because I am of the opinion that I would prefer it if they made more of that kind of thing. You know, your Aunt Beru's, your Uncle Owens, Sand Trooper, that kind of thing, Rebel Fleet Trooper, ones that we never right. got back in those. You know, in the late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, I, I would like more of those. Um, I would probably want more of those than a Mandalorian wave, but uh-huh. I understand why they're doing it. It's, it's hot property right now, and judging by the images, they look good. You know, they've captured. They they, they've even got the plastic capes, which <laughs> is a bit funny because I know a lot of people in my comments have said, "Why have they gone back that far?" You know, because right at the end of the vintage Kenner line, you had soft good capes on. You know, Luke, uh, Endor, Luke layer endor uh you had the general lando with the cape so they had soft goods stuff back then so a lot of people saying why are they going right back to you know the the first figures like obi-wan kenobi and and vader and having those plastic capes but i think that's the charm of it personally i think yeah it's 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 a good criticism though i think it's fair um you know i uh, i feel like mando like in terms of its tone talking about the tv series like it's it feels, you know, in a lot of ways, like it is something of like the mid 1980s. Um, so I kind of feel like had they decided to go with, you know, actual soft goods instead of, you know, the vinyl, you know, I, I would have been perfectly content with that. It would have made sense to me. Um, but um, like you say, I mean, it, you know, it's 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 new territory. It, it's something that they're they're trying out. And, you know, obviously they are going back to the very beginning of the vintage line for their inspiration. Mm. And um it seems like they're expecting big sales from what I can tell too, because these went up for pre-orders and cases, you know, on the various fan channel outlets. Um, you can still pre-order them on places like Amazon, Walmart, Target. So it seems like they're 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 anticipating there's gonna be a pretty big demand for these. Yeah, I can see them being super popular. Um there'll be people like pe- people new fans of the Mandalorian that will want them, and then there'll be people like for, for example myself that grew up with those original Kenner figures that um, just think they look pretty cool. Uh-huh. I may not display them with with my other ones necessarily, but I think it's just a cool thing to have. Um, the card backs interest me quite a lot because I have a feeling, depending on which ones we see first, um, will give us an indication of what of what's what. So, for example, the Quill figure, you know, I think it's inevitable that we will get a Quill figure in uh, the vintage collection. Right. Uh, so what will we see first? Will we see the Quill card back for the retro collection or will we see the vintage collection one first? Because I have a sneaky feeling they'll probably use the same one like they did with the um, Hoth Luke 
and the Black Series Luke. So let's talk about the Razor Crest. So the Razor Crest is currently at 15,625 backers as of this recording. Uh, it seems like we had a little bit of a spike in the last few days, doesn't it? Yeah, I think a um, couple of things probably went towards that. I think the pictures of it painted and decorated gave it a huge spike. Um, and then obviously the announcement of the two new tiers, which we've hit one of them, the stand and the uh, carded off-world Jawa Elder, I think he's called. Um, so that's something to re you know, to, for us to try and reach the 17,000. I don't think we'll have a problem hitting that, to be honest. Um, but I think the real boost came with the, the images of the, of the deco, because I just think it looks incredible to be honest it's i think they've done a phenomenal job with it yeah there's uh there's been some pretty good developments with the crest in the last couple of weeks and last um mando monday mandalorian monday they uh they shared photos for the first time of the painted razor crest and uh i didn't really know what to expect i think you know some people were, were hoping that they were going to go with you know more of uh, the vac metal look and you know i don't think anybody realistically thought they would they would do that yeah and some people thought, you know, maybe it's going to look too flat if they don't do that. But I kind of feel like from what I've seen so far, at least in these photos, that they've kind of figured out a solution. You know, not it's not quite vac metalized, obviously, but um, the paint looks to be very reflective, very metallic in, in any case, doesn't it? Yeah. Similar to what they've done with the uh, uh, Beskar Mandalorian in the in the in the build up pack. Um, he's very sort of reflective. But I th I'm really pleased with the way they've gone with it, to be honest, because I've seen some customizers out there that have already built the Razor Crest and they've done it in vac metal. And for me, it doesn't represent what it looks like in the show. I know it is super reflective silver, but I think the way Hasbro have done it is is the way to go. It's uh, it's very like the Falcon in that it's, you know, rustic and dirty and it's been through hell, basically. So, and, it, and the weathering on it just looks great. Yeah, it, it looks really good. Um... Uh, just inside and out there's you know lots of detailing on it um and you, you know it's really hard to appreciate these sculpts in many cases until you've actually seen you know a painted sample because that's when they they can actually go in and um they use the various highlights and washes to uh to really bring out the sculpt mm. and i feel like with these images you're finally able to really you know see it maybe not in all its glory because it's not 100 percent, but you know this is probably going to be pretty close to the final product yeah, yeah, and it looks great. The, the little gun cabinet, especially. Um, each individual um, blaster in there can be taken out, but they're all individually painted, and it just it just looks, you know, the attention to detail on it is is really good. And the price point now, I just think it looks really good value for money, in my opinion. Definitely. Uh, I am wondering if they're going to paint some of those interior details still, because if you look at like like where the refresher area is, some of it is just kind of all the same color, like like gray. Um, so I do wonder if they're going to still go back and maybe add a few, a little bit more color, because that's the only, that's really the only complaint I have in terms of what we've seen with the paint so far. Yeah, some of it's like a, uh, like a gray blue color, isn't it? Um, I've noticed right. that. Um, yeah maybe they will maybe it maybe it wasn't completely finished as you say um but they've got plenty of time haven't they yes no it looks good though it, it it's uh, really exciting to see you know a near completed what a near complete razor crest you know would look like and um you know i think that that definitely helped a little bit with with sales but i think maybe what boosted even further uh, as you alluded to earlier, are some of these new uh, stretch goals that they announced. So tell us about the fourth stretch goal that uh, Hasbro announced for the Razor Crest. Uh, so that's the stand, the little clear stand, um, which I, in my opinion, should have really come with it, but very much like the Slave one. But um, it, it's a good stand. It enables you to take the landing gear off and have it in flight mode at a nice angle. I thought it looked pretty cool. I'm, uh -huh. I'm happy. I'm happy that it's included. Yeah, that's a, that's a neat stretch goal. Um, you know, maybe it should have been included. I, I'm not sure, but it uh, the poses that that were in those Hasbro photos um, with the base, I thought were were pretty neat because it's not just like elevated, hovering off the surface. It's actually meant to kind of give it like a, a swooping sort of yeah. look. And yeah, it's really hard to accomplish that. You know, with with a, a vehicle, especially of this size. Um, you know, unless you 
you know, you're able to work some magic in there with your displays. But, you know, just having like a display base like that, you know, will obviously enable you to be able to do that right off the bat. And I think that's a pretty cool option. Yeah, they've designed it so that it's like swooping at an angle. And I think, you know, that's how the ship flies, isn't it, in the show. So I think they've done, yeah, yes. they've done a really good job with the stand. And you can just imagine if you were to have it on like a coffee table or something, I don't know, it'd be a, a great talking point for when people come round or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know that I would use it personally. Um, I like it. Uh, I'm more of a person that likes to have my ships kind of looking like they're docked and, or, you know, they're, they're, you know, you, that way you can have your figures kind of outside of them and you can see them interacting with the vehicle. That's usually the way I just play mine, but um, either way, you know, I think the more options, the better when it comes to display options. And no, it's, it's, it's an exciting one to see. I think, you know, this isn't the worst stretch goal that they could have come up with. And, uh, you know, I know a lot of people like it. Yeah, no, it's a good one. And, um, what was it? What was it to hit that 15,000, wasn't it? So I think we were pretty close to that when, when, when that was announced. So, uh, that was nice that it wasn't too far away. Um, we just got to hit the the Jawa one now because I, I really do want that uh, carded yeah, Jawa. So, <laughs> absolutely. So tell us about that that fourth or sorry that fifth stretch goal. So I think it's seventeen thousand to hit it, and I'm hoping that that'll be very soon. And it's the off-world Jawa, but it's a a variant of one, I guess. It's called an off-world Jawa Elder, and he comes with a few little accessories. So he comes with an, an exclusive knife, apparently and the mudhorn egg which was pretty cool um yeah so i'd imagine you know when and if we get a off-world jawa in the standard release you know he probably won't come with the egg or the little knife or anything he'll just be there with his blaster but he i, I noticed that he did have a different necklace on so that probably shows that he's the elder i guess uh-huh yeah that would seem to be the case um so if they do this as a mainline release i wonder if it would just be like a regular off-world java without the necklace and you know that way you know it's it's just you know, a Jawa, an off-world Jawa. I think so, yeah. Um, which I know this isn't really related to the toys, but I want to know your opinion. So uh, in the latest episode of Mandalorian season two, I assume you've seen it? I have, yep. Um, so we're on Tatooine. Uh, sorry, spo- sp- let me just throw out a little spoiler <laughs> alert for anybody who hasn't seen it. So we're on Tatooine and, um, you know, we see Jawas, we see a Sandcrawler. Uh, my impression from season one was that off-world Jawas had the red eyes while the Tatooine Jawas had yellow eyes. But here on Tatooine, we actually see red-eyed Jawas. What do you think's up with that? I really don't know. I, I've, I've heard this and um, it wasn't something that I noticed straight away. Um, I really don't know. I don't know what to say on that really because obviously the Tatooine Jawas are the ones that we have known and loved for, for years now. And as you're absolutely right, they yeah. have the yellow eyes um yeah it's a strange one isn't it it is a strange one maybe a continuity error i don't know maybe i i don't know it it, it seemed kind of hard to believe they would they would overlook something like that but uh maybe tatooine has both versions and <laughs> this is just the first time we're seeing you know the red version i don't know i don't know we can only fill in the blanks here as, as fans right maybe they'll go back to star wars and return of the jedi and give us one no, more please. version <laughs> and put some red no, eyed no, ones no, 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 let's pass on that. Huh? <laughs> um, but no, I agree with this. Looks cool. I really hope we hit this. We have six days left. Uh, you know, we're at uh, what did I say? We're at we're at fifteen thousand um, six hundred twenty-five. So a little little ways to go. But I'm really hoping as well that we can get there because, you know, like the child that comes in this set, you know, these are going to be very special. Like Yak Face that came with the barge. I mean, these are going to be very unique you know, very sought after if you're not, you know, supporting the, the Razor Crest. Um, so, you, you know, not only that, but I mean, they just look freaking fantastic, I think, especially the Jawa, I think looks especially great on this card with all his accessories. Yeah, he does. It's a great card. Um, and, you know, I think this is the sort of stretch goal that the majority of the, of the fans want is carded figures. Um, when the first stretch yes. goal was announced, the little escape pod i think everyone's like oh you know we had yak face last time but then then the barge uh-huh. didn't really have true stretch goals this is kind of new um i right. think they're taking inspiration from the whole marvel sentinel thing uh which had lots of stretch goals so um yeah the fact that we're getting two exclusive carded figures that will be exclusive to the razor crest you've got to back it to get them i think that's great right. and, and uh, you know there's some people that are only just interested in the ship that will probably get the ship and maybe sell the 
sell the Cardiff figures. They're not too bothered about that. I know a lot of people have done that with the Yak Face. Just wanted yes. the barge and that was it. But then a lot of us are the, you know, I collect both. I collect loose and carded. And, yeah. Um, you know, a few of my pieces in my collection of vintage collection are what would be classed as, you know, sought after pieces or whatever. And these are just going to add to it. So, yeah, I'm really happy. Yeah. The, the only thing I'm wondering is, you know, you were saying that maybe some of these accessories are exclusive to the uh, to this version of the, the Jawa. Um, that would be the only kind of tragedy of, of this is that, you know, if you're only buying one crest, you know, you're only going to get the one Jawa. And, you know, I think most of us are going to want to keep it on the card. Um, but if some of those accessories are exclusive to this Jawa, you know, you're not, you know, you, you might not be able to, you know, to experience some of the accessories loose. Yeah, that is, that is a problem. I don't think it really mattered too much with Yak Face because it was just a tiny little cup. Uh, but with right. this one, you've, yeah, the little egg, I think that's, uh, you know, and the vac metalized pram with the, with the child, that's maybe something that people would want I, I guess it is a shame um, and I think that's the you know why we're not getting or I presume we're not getting the Mandalorian that comes with it on a card back they certainly haven't shown the card back if, if that was the case because uh-huh. obviously he's got the soft cape so you do need you do need him out of the you know that is one that you would want to open um, so right. yeah that's that's the only drawback I guess the the little accessories Yes, but no, they look great nonetheless. Um, you know, it's 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 a fun one, and um, you know, I think it makes it makes sense as something you might have as a stretch goal for the Razor Crest. Um, any any final uh, remarks you want you want to share regarding the crest? Um, just only that it's a tragedy that we've got to wait a year for it, I guess. But that's it, really. Apart from that, it's just looking great, and I, I, I've got my fingers firmly crossed that we'll hit the seventeen thousand. Yeah, fingers crossed. Six days to go. Um, you know, let's let's hit that last stretch goal. Um, you know, I was uh, with with my I was just recording Cantina Chatter podcast um, with uh, with Tom, who is my co-host for the collecting Star Wars segments of that show. And we were talking about how today is uh, is an important day because it's election day here in the U.S. And um, you know, we're you know some of us are on edge about about that, but um, I'm also feeling a little bit of being on edge about you know hitting these last uh, <laughs> few numbers here for the crest. So, well, it's the important so, yeah, things in life, isn't it? <laughs> it's the important things in life. Yeah, Star Wars. So, figures. if you haven't already, back the Razor Crest. Uh, you know, we're almost there. Uh, you know, we really want to get that Jawa. I know, I know, me and Tim want to get that Jawa. We at do. Least. Yeah. So as we as we wind down this episode, uh, we want to talk about the latest wave of the vintage collection that has been at retail. And um, so this is the most recent wave. It it includes Chirrut Imwe, Hondo Onaka as he appears in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at the Disney uh, parks here in the U.S. Uh, it includes a uh, Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker and uh, Arc Trooper Five. So let's just do a little bit of a, a conversation, a little bit of a review on these uh, figures. Uh, which one should we start out with? um arc trooper fives yeah let's talk about arc trooper fives um so this is a previous release this actually just got released very recently in the three pack that uh, was supposed to be a san diego comic con exclusive this year instead ended up being a hasbro pulse con exclusive um so this is the very first trooper that has been uh released as a standalone figure from that set um what do you think about this one uh, really happy with it. Um, my version of fives that came in the three pack, the helmet didn't fit. I know a lot of people had a bit of an issue with that. Uh, when you tried to take the helmet back off, it actually took the uh, figure's head off. But I didn't <laughs> seem to have that problem with the single packed one, which was good. Um, but yeah, it's a good release because I think a lot of people were worried that they weren't going to be able to get their hands on that three pack. And you know, I would imagine at some point we'll probably get the other two. They probably wouldn't want to waste those. But uh, for you know, for people that just collect the Cardi figures, it's a good, it's a good release. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a good one. Um, you know, I always love seeing more troopers in uh, in vintage collection, uh, particularly ones that you can army build. This isn't really an army builder; it's a specific character. Um, I suppose you could army build it if you wanted to, but you know, that, that wouldn't be canon, right? So, no. <laughs> um, but it's, um, no, it's, it's a really nice figure. I mean, you know, we can argue about whether or not it has 
the best sculpt, uh, you know, for some of the parts that they that they used. Um, but just just on the surface, aesthetically, it's a really nice uh, looking clone trooper. Yeah, and it's yeah. You know, going back to what we we're saying earlier, I think you know about the quality in general going up a notch. I think this is one of those. It's the paintwork's incredible. Um, on my ones particularly, there was no sign of any overspill, and there was lots of different areas on the figure that are painted. So. Um, yeah, as you say, there's areas of the figure that could have been better. You know, the the Karma, for example, um, restricts the articulation to the legs somewhat. But I think that's a minor grumble, really, with the way they look. You know, especially all three of them together, they do look they do look very very they good. They look really good, especially the head sculpts. The the heads are unbelievable. I will say that I feel like QC has been a little bit of an issue on this one, just consistency across the board. Um, you know, I've I've ordered several off Amazon because I haven't found it in person. Um, I found that wave, but the fives was the only one they didn't have at, at Target last week. Um, but uh, I ordered several on Amazon just to see if I could get, you know, uh, you know, a really good one. You know, both to keep carded, but also to keep a loose one because I missed out on, or you know, I didn't order a case because I already had started finding them at retail, and it was kind of like, well, I already have most of them. I'm not going to order a case at this point. Um, but the for fives, I've noticed that on some of the helmets, like the, the the stripe that goes down the center of the helmet is painted off center, or the visors are sometimes a little misprinted, or the even the antenna sometimes seems a little bit crooked. Um, uh, so yeah, that's only the really complaint I would have about that figure is it seems like the the QC seems a little bit across the board mm. uh, with Dark Trooper fives. Yeah, I don't think I had any issue with the the helmets on the two that I have, but certainly the one that I got in the three pack, as I mentioned, the helmet was a bit small, but they definitely seem to rectify that. Maybe even some of the later releases of that three pack, because a lot of people that got the three pack never experienced that pro that problem issue that i had with with mine was the three pack fives his little goatee was just slightly off center but the one that i got on the single card absolutely no problems with it at all so the next figure that is uh in, as part of this wave is uh this is you know it's it's a little bit repetitive because we this was actually another now that i think about it you know this wave has two previous convention exclusives in it um but i absolutely love this figure and that's uh, luke skywalker jedi knight yeah, one of my one of my favourite figures of the whole line, to be honest. Um, one of my well, it's one of my favourite figures from back from the original vintage Kenner days as well. So that probably helps. But I think what really makes this figure is the cape. I just think they've nailed the cape, and uh, that car back's just a classic as well. So yes. I am really pleased that they, you know, if, if there was one figure from that three pack that I wanted on a single card, it's this one. So I'm really pleased. Yeah, I agree. And I think this this rounds out those uh, those three figures, right? This was the last one that we needed as a yeah as to be released from that set. So that gives me hope for the uh, for the Arc Troopers that you know they uh, they release the other two. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Because they said they were going to do that with the Doctor Afrosa, and I think they've only released Afra so far. They have, yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like they've missed the boat on that one, but who knows um but no this is a great one this is you know this is a, a, definitely their best uh, jedi luke figure and like you said the the card back is something that does heart you know go back to the uh to the vintage line and i think it's recreated beautifully and the figure is fantastic i i you know again i will say that the eyes aren't always painted 100 percent on this yeah. one yeah um because i have ordered multiples and uh, sometimes i do see that that issue but when you get one that's perfect, no doubt it's it's a fantastic figure. Yeah, it's it's a it's a great figure. I mean, I think it's a it's a partial retooling. They've improved from improved the figure from the uh, lights lightsaber construction Luke Skywalker, I believe it was. Um, but the, the the improvements that they've made are are you know the best thing about it. The cape, the hands, so just obviously a brand new head, and uh, you know I think they finally finally got the jedi knight luke skywalker right after numerous attempts yeah no i'm, I'm really pleased with this figure i like if, if they if they never made another jedi luke figure I'd, I'd probably be okay with that this one is um pretty much definitive in my book yeah. and um you know maybe one without the vest you know they could maybe do go back and do that at some yeah. point but other than that i'm you know 100 percent pleased with this with this figure he's awesome yeah definitely um, so, uh, what's the other, what's another figure that's uh, part of this wave? Uh, so we've got the Hondo figure, didn't we? Which is kind of another repack really, cause he did come with the Falcon. <laughs> so the wave kind of is, is 
a few sort of repacks but um this figure was probably the weakest for me in the line purely because um it's not the clone wars hondo it's the disney parks hondo and i know a lot of people um would prefer maybe the clone wars hondo but it's, it's a good figure don't get me wrong but because i've already got it from the from having the falcon it was just not really a an exciting release for me necessarily yeah yeah no that's um that's true it's a good figure that's though. true no yeah it, it is a good figure um i uh have you have you been to galaxies that you i have yeah i went there with my family at christmas okay that's right i think you told me last time yeah um I really like this idea of, of theme park figures. You know, obviously Honda's been a part of Star Wars for a while now, going back to the Clone Wars, you know, 12 years ago. Um, but I, I, you know, I've I always liked when they did those Star Tours figures yeah. um, that they would sell at the Disney parks. And I have a lot of those. Um, but I'm, I've always been a fan of that because I'm a huge, you know, Disney nerd as well as star wars obviously but you know i even have a, the discovery land podcast I, we just i just finished season three on that and uh it's about the history of of disneyland and um i always loved seeing that crossover where you know you have the the disney parks but then you have star wars and you have action figures it's like to me that like personally that's about as good as it gets <laughs> um so to see a mainline figure um based you know, specifically on on a theme park version of a character, you know, Hondo in this case, is just one of those things that really excites me. Yeah, and the, and the animatronics version they have him at the park is in you know it's oh, incredible. So, um, so yeah, and the figure the figure does really reflect that. Um, yeah, I, you know, I don't think it's a bad figure, but it's just because I literally had it like the month before within the Millennium Falcon that um, it's like oh I've got this figure again now, but. Um, Right. Um, so out of the four, it's probably the one that I was least sort of looking forward to. And I like the card on. I think they use the same coloring for the name pill and the background color as they use in the Galaxy's Edge Falcon. Is that correct? I think it is. Yeah, it's like that mustard yellow. Yeah, they said it was a new color that they had never um, they had never used before. Like this is like one of the. I don't know if they said this was the the first color that they kind of invented for the modern uh, vintage collection line, or if it was like the 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 only new one they've created in, in the last couple of years but um it's a nice color i hope that they use it more like i guess especially if they do more galaxy's edge stuff because mm. you know there's i think there's still opportunity if they wanted to uh, introduce a captain rex or r5p8 i think there's there's definitely room if they wanted to expand on that um you know down the road with vintage collection i'd be on board with that what do you think yeah i'm happy for them to um bring anything like that to the vintage collection personally i mean i i you know i do have the opinion that i there's there's a lot of things that i do want and then some of the things may may come before those but um i you know i'd be happy to still see them come in that's i'm not against it at all yeah yeah totally um all right and then finally we have chirut imwe this is a figure that's been requested for a number of years they obviously did him in in five poa you know a number of years ago but you know, we're finally getting him in a super articulated three and three quarter inch form. Uh, I feel like he's a little bit late. Um, I wasn't terribly excited for this particular release. I mean, I love the character in Rogue One. I I, I love him in Rogue One. I think he's great. But um, I don't know. I just feel like it's a little bit late or something because I wasn't totally stoked on it for some reason. I don't I don't really know what it is, but um, I think the final figure turned out pretty well. Yeah, so it's a bit of a funny one, isn't it? Because it's not it's not like current for you. You know, if it came out as you say when the when the film was around or just after or mixed in with some of the other characters that we were getting at the time, it uh -huh. maybe would have felt a bit different. It was a it's a bit weird sort of having him in that wave of uh, the other figures that we got um, just randomly. Right. Here's a Rogue One figure, but I think they did mention that it's the fifth anniversary of Rogue One next year, and they will will be doing some more, or they'll be concentrating on Rogue One a little bit not sure what scale they meant by that hopefully hopefully some in the vintage collection um but yeah. the figure itself is is brilliant and i've just got to give um chris and the bantha skull guys a, a shout out because what they did with their images of of that figure um was just so good just showing off all of the all the yeah. different poses you know having him in scraps with the stormtroopers and everything and it's you know it's just so i'm in love with that figure really and, and to, to try and pick a, a favorite from that way is really difficult because i'd love the uh luke jedi obviously and um the arc trooper five is just a great figure but there's something really, something really special about that chirrut the the articulation and the the poses you can get him into the accessories yes. the accessories he comes with 
Um, it's just a great figure. Yeah, yeah, great figure. They did a really, really beautiful job with uh, with this one. Um, you know, he looks great. Um, you know, again, you know, the eyes sometimes aren't painted equally. Uh, you kind of have to search a little bit to find that perfect uh, sample. But um, uh, but when you do, no, it's 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 yeah. I can't I can't envision any other way they could have perfected this figure even more. Maybe maybe soft goods for the for his little cape. But um, yeah. Other than that, I'm really pleased with him. Yeah, soft goods for the cape, possibly. Um, but, you know, whether you've got him posed with his cane or his, with his bow caster, he just looks... He it's looks... Amazing. Yeah, it just looks like he's been picked out of the film. You know, I don't think they could have done too much better, really. Totally. Um, so I do want to ask, uh, have you picked up the uh, the carbonized versions of uh, the vintage collection of Mandalorian figures? I have, yes. <laughs> uh, when, when they got announced, I wasn't overly keen. I was... I knew it was inevitable that they would do that um, with the because they seem to go down pretty well with the Black Series collectors. Um, oh, it's like, oh no, having them in hand, it's it's not something that I would want too much of. But yeah, I've got them because because I I collect them, I collect the card backs, so they've just got to be got to be part of the collection, really. You know, same thing here. I uh, I don't have them in hand, but I did pre-order them when uh, when Walmart posted them. I did order two of each, though so I could open one and. Um, you know, put the other one in a figure shield and get him up on the wall. But um, uh, no, I'm, I'm, you know, I wasn't excited either. Uh, I feel like, you know, they, they obviously are a bit of repeat, obviously taking a little bit of inspiration from Black Series, which isn't necessarily a terrible thing, but uh, it, they're not really offering a whole lot of newness. And I just feel like, you know, Hasbro probably didn't have anything else they could have done no. um, to tie in Vintage Collection to Mandalorian, um, you know, this this fall. So uh, it makes sense. You know, again, they're following the money. They're they're looking at a way to get more Mando product out while also, you know, not having to invest in rushing something into production that doesn't need, you know, from, you know, to be worked from the ground up. So uh i feel like they you know they kind of make sense yeah and the you know there's nothing wrong with the quality of them i mean um the, the card backs are so thick they're really sturdy card backs and uh you know you'll do well to to get those damaged in the post you know fingers crossed um but the ones i got they're just straight as an arrow they're never going to warp um they're super shiny it does hark back to those foil cards a little bit that we used to get <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just think it's a, you know, as you say, it's a stopgap, isn't it? For them to give us something whilst waiting for the better stuff to come. That's my hope anyway. And I'm sure that's the case. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So, um, yeah, no, here's, uh, here's hoping it doesn't become a regular thing, but, uh, you know, for, for like a one-off wave thing, you know, it's Mando, it's vintage to me, you know, it's almost enough sad for me to, to get to be able to buy it. So, well, that's what they're um, hoping. And they, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah, I've got them and, uh, yeah, I don't, as you say, I, I'm, I'm hoping that it isn't a regular thing. Um, I'd rather much rather have new, newer figures, um, in just their normal paint apps. Um, but they're, they're a quirky, quirky edition let's put it that way yes definitely definitely um well tim uh do you have any uh final anything final thoughts you want to share regarding the vintage collection um no not really just to say that i'm you know overly pleased with what we're seeing and things seem to be turning the corner in my opinion and i just looking forward to the next wave absolutely we're always looking forward to that next wave uh, here at the vintage collection podcast so uh, Tim, it's been a blast, just like it was last time, and I look forward to talking to you many more times in the future on the Vintage Collection podcast. And uh, where can our listeners go to find you online? So they can find me on my YouTube channel, which is Bosk's Bounty, and any social media from Twitter to Instagram, at um, Bosk's Bounty. That's pretty much the places I hang out. Awesome. So we'll place links in the show notes so that our listeners can hit you up uh in the meantime uh enjoy your vintage collection latest wave and uh let's see what what the next few uh rounds of mando mondays bring to the table absolutely yeah thank you for having me again thank you tim take care all right cheers thank you for listening to the vintage collection podcast for the latest developments be sure to visit banthaskull.com and follow our contributors via the links in our show notes. 
You can follow Victoria's Cantina on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. For more Star Wars toy collecting content, subscribe to the Victoria's Cantina YouTube channel and listen to the Cantina Chatter podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. If you can spare a moment or two, please consider leaving a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts to help spread the word about the show. No matter where you're listening out in the galaxy, I'd like to thank you once again for tuning in to the Vintage Collection Podcast. Collect them all, and may the force be with you.